Hi, and welcome to the Hormonal Mama podcast, episode five. Today, we are going to be talking about pregnancy in a pandemic since we are still living in this pandemic, and there's still a lot of women dealing with pregnancy and all the unexpected that is coming along with pregnancy and then pregnancy in a pandemic. So I hope that you'll join me in this episode and... uh Yeah, let's get started. So as we talk about pregnancy in a pandemic, I want to start by talking about pregnancy itself, not in a pandemic, Um, because everyone's experience with pregnancy is completely different. Don't ever let anyone tell you this is exactly what pregnancy is like. No, (laughs) you can only go by your own experience and keeping in mind that not only is every woman's experience with pregnancy different, but every pregnancy is different. So if you have three, let's say three different pregnancies, each one's going to be different, you know, not obviously not in every case because everybody is different, but for most people, each pregnancy that you go through is going to be different than the one before it. And that's just the way it is. You know, that's part of our bodies. That's part of nature is the differences between us. And because each pregnancy is a different person growing inside that's going to be different since we are all different. So if you think of it that way, I think that helps to understand why every pregnancy is different. Because when you're pregnant, let's say you have baby one, baby two, and baby three. And I don't know, just for the sake of discussion, let's say there's two years in between each pregnancy. So first off, you have the variable factor of age, right? So let's say your first pregnancy was at 30, second one's at 32, third one's at 34. And there's a difference between 30 and 32 and 32 and 34. That's just the way it is. Our bodies are constantly changing and the way that our bodies handle things is constantly changing. So think of it that way. That can explain why each pregnancy is different, but also baby one, baby two, baby three. Those are three different people. They may have similarities because they're siblings, but they're still three different people. So the way that your body handles pregnancy with each of them is probably going to be different. And the way that their little tiny bodies interact with your body is going to be different. So that helps me to understand how every pregnancy can be different. Um, In talking about how pregnancies can be different from person to person and pregnancy to pregnancy, I think it's also important to understand that pregnancy, pregnancy can be very, very isolating, but at the same time, it can also bring people together. So what do I mean by that? I can only use my own pregnancy as an example, because I'm me. And even though I've worked with hundreds of pregnant women over the years, I'm not them, right? I'm myself. So I can only give you my firsthand experience. And I mean, I can share with you other people's experiences and what they've told me, but I can only give you my perspective. So 
most of my pregnancy was very, very isolating. The beginning of my pregnancy was isolating for the simple fact that I was sick all the time. Now, I wasn't extremely ill like many women who deal with hyperemesis gravidarum, um, which is a severe, I don't even want to call it a severe form of morning sickness because it's a whole different beast. Your typical morning sickness can range anywhere from just being nauseous to vomiting. But hyperemesis gravidarum is vomiting, but not just vomiting. It's violent vomiting and it's constant. It's 10, 20 times a day and it's horrible. It's horrible. I have not had that experience myself, but I do know many women who have gone through it and have suffered and it's awful and I wouldn't wish it on anyone. So women who deal with hyperemesis gravidarum, it can be very isolating for them, but even the rest of us who deal with, you know, your average morning sickness, it can be super isolating. I couldn't work, you know. I'm a massage therapist and an esthetician. I I could not physically get through a massage. I teach continuing education to massage therapists. Those are my two jobs and I had so much difficulty just teaching. I only taught I think 3 courses the entire time I was pregnant. In the beginning, I remember teaching a class and my students were very understanding. I told them, listen, I am pregnant. I'm very early in my pregnancy, but I'm dealing with morning sickness and I'm sick pretty much all day long and miserable. And they were very understanding, offering me food. Here's a banana that should help. And the banana, well, that didn't help. Let's just say it made everything worse. And that in itself can make it feel isolating when other people are telling you, here, this is a solution. This worked for me. It should work for you. You try it. It doesn't work for you. And it makes you feel like, what's wrong with me? So this whole isolation thing really comes in multiple ways. It's not just feeling like, oh, nothing nothing helps me. This helped this person. It's not helping me. But on top of it, when you're that sick and you're so nauseous and or throwing up, you're trapped at home, miserable. If you're like me, laying on the couch or laying on the floor, crawling to the kitchen just to get something to eat, even though food makes you feel worse. Side note, if you're dealing with morning sickness, there are a million different things you can try. The thing that helped me the most that my sister recommended to me was baked potatoes. It sounds crazy. I don't know if it's the carbohydrates or the starchiness. Who knows? I have no idea. I'm not a nutritionist. I don't know enough about food to tell you exactly what helped or, or what was the thing in the baked potato that helped. But boy, whenever I was that nauseous that I needed to eat but couldn't, my husband would throw a baked potato in the microwave for me and it was the only thing I could eat. So anyway. That was my little side note, my little tip. Baked potatoes for morning sickness might help you. I can't say it will because as I talked about before, we're all different. But boy, it was a lifesaver for me. So back to talking about isolation. So when I say isolation, again, I'm just talking about feeling 
isolated from everyone else. No one else is dealing with this. When I was pregnant and miserable, all I could say, I would call my mom and I'd complain to her and I'd say, why would anyone ever go through this more than once? I still wonder that. Now, granted, I, you know, I'm in the minority here. I had twins. And so that may or may not make the pregnancy different. Um, But as my mom reminded me, you forget you forget these things. And I guess that's true. But boy, I just couldn't understand how could anyone want to go through this? I don't want to see anyone. I don't want to talk to anybody. I just want to curl up in a ball, close my eyes, go to sleep and stop being nauseous. And of course, that's not really how it went. But it felt like it most of the time I would just lay on the couch and feel miserable, not wanting to see or talk to anyone. So that's the one side of it, how it can be so isolating. And the other side of it is how it can bring people together, you know, in, in multiple ways. In one way, you join a community of other women who have gone through pregnancy and maybe dealt with some of the same things you did. For example, dealing with hyperemesis gravidarum or just morning sickness or some aspect of pregnancy that is making you so miserable that you need support from others who've gone through it so that you don't feel so alone and isolated. Um, Another way that it brings people together is it can bring a couple together. It can bring partners together. If you and your partner, you know, are, you know, going through pregnancy together, it can really build up a relationship. And and I don't mean to say that, you know, a relationship is so tough, then you get pregnant and everything's better because that's obviously not the truth. I just mean, even if you have an excellent relationship and everything is perfect, pregnancy can add to that wonderful intimacy. And I, I don't necessarily mean intimacy in a sexual way. I mean, intimacy emotionally, Intimacy is important in relationships. And when you're dealing with something like pregnancy that is so vastly different than anything else, it can really bring partners together. Um, So, you know, isolating, bringing people together, pregnancy is really strange like that. There are positives and negatives. The positives of bringing people together the negatives of feeling alone and like nobody can possibly understand. And listen, I get that feeling. You, you're miserable and you feel like, how could anyone possibly understand what this feels like? On the one hand, I want to tell you a lot of people understand what it feels like. And on the other hand, it's okay to feel like nobody can possibly understand. That is acceptable. So there we are. Isolation or isolating Pregnancy can be isolating. Pregnancy can bring people together. It's just a matter of how it's affecting you and how you handle it. And even if you feel isolated from everyone, that doesn't mean anything bad. Don't feel like, I feel isolated. What's wrong with me? No, pregnancy is nuts. It's crazy. There's no nice way to word it. It is a crazy experience and it gives you complicated feelings. And don't be ashamed of any of those feelings. They're all normal. (music) 
now that we've talked a little bit about how pregnancy can be isolating and how pregnancy can bring people together, now I really want to dive into dealing with pregnancy during the pandemic and how the pandemic is affecting pregnancy. So like I talked about in my previous episode, the pandemic has kind of gone through phases, right? There was the beginning where nobody knew what was going on. And then all of a sudden, everything's shut down and nobody knows how to deal with that, understandably. And then things start opening back up again, and everything's kind of going crazy. Through all of this, there are so many people dealing with pregnancy. There are the people who were near the end of their pregnancy or at the beginning of their pregnancy when the pandemic started. There are the people who at this point in the pandemic are about to give birth or are newly pregnant. It it really, obviously that part depends, but none of it is easy. So for anyone who has ever given birth, whether it's, you know, vaginally or C-section, think for a minute about what that was like. And now put on a face mask. <laughs> and maybe you can't have your partner there with you. Or maybe you can't have your doula, who you've been working with all this time, there with you. That's just one aspect of how this pandemic is making it very difficult for pregnant women, because when it comes to giving birth, there are so many restrictions. Now, there's kind of two sides to this. There's the thought that it's too extreme. Pregnancy is different. And I, and I get that. I do. It feels too extreme. Pregnancy is complicated and you need that support and you need your partner there with you or you need whatever you need. But on the other hand, this virus is very unknown. There's a lot of uncertainty around it. So at least in my opinion, and you don't have to agree with me here, this is just my opinion, it's better to have too many restrictions. Now, granted, I did not go through pregnancy during this pandemic, so it's very easy for me to say that. Um, it's tricky. It is absolutely tricky, and I want to make sure that anyone out there who's listening right now who is pregnant or who is going to be delivering knows, I I hear you. It This is an unfair situation. It is complicated. It is crazy and is very difficult to feel at ease with any of it when you're, you know, when you're getting ready to give birth and you're dealing with a pandemic. How often have we all dealt with a pandemic before that affects the entire world to the extent that it has in this crazy year known as 2020? <laughs> Never, right? The vast majority of us have no idea how to deal with any of this. We're not used to wearing face masks to go into a store or to go to the park or to go to the hospital. Well, maybe in the hospital, it just kind of depends on the situation. But most people, when they're pregnant and getting ready to give birth, you're not used to wearing a face mask all the time. And that's really hard. When I was pregnant, I was dealing with asthma. And I, you know, before pregnancy, I already had exercise induced asthma, which is a weird thing in its own because let's face it, asthma is very complicated and confusing. But for me, I couldn't get halfway up the stairs where I just had to stop and breathe. And 
I mean, it was so hard on me. So I can't imagine what it must be like to have to wear a face mask when you're already having so much difficulty breathing. Whenever I go anywhere and I wear my face mask, it's I don't like it. It's not like I'm like, oh, this face mask is fantastic. I love it. No, it sucks. I will flat out say it, but I wear it and I understand why I wear it. But for pregnant women, it's more than uncomfortable or it can be. I don't want to speak for any pregnant woman because we're all different. But that, again, that's just one aspect of how this pandemic is affecting people dealing with pregnancy. And that's at the end of the pregnancy when you're getting ready to give birth and you have to wear a mask and you have to this and you have to that. And there are all these restrictions that there weren't before. But even during your entire pregnancy, you need to wear a mask at the doctor's office. You, you know, again, I don't know if the rules have changed. I know for a long time during this pandemic, your partner couldn't come to appointments with you partners couldn't come to ultrasounds, partners couldn't be in the delivery room. And that's extremely difficult to try and deal with. How do you get through that? I can't give you advice on that because I'm not an expert in that area. I can tell you that I support you. I can tell you that it is not fair. It is an unfortunate consequence of this horrible situation that the world is in right now. But it's also important, I think, for anyone who's not pregnant to understand and support those who are pregnant and who have to be pregnant during this bizarre time in history and all the implications that come along with it. You know, if you have to keep social distancing and when you're pregnant, sometimes you need support. You want that comfort from your partner, well, partner's different, but family and friends, and you might not be able to get that right now because you have to keep your distance. And that is so incredibly difficult because it is so difficult anyway to deal with, you know, needing support when you're pregnant and now not being able to get it the same, the right, not the right way, but in the way that you might, under normal circumstances, be able to get that support. If you give birth early and your child needs to be in the NICU and there are all these precautions. Now, precautions are great in the NICU. It's important. And my children were in the NICU for almost a month. And, you know, we had to wash our hands the way that we're doing it now for 30 seconds or 20 seconds. I don't remember at this point, but there were all kinds of restrictions and things we needed to keep on our toes about. And now it's even more extreme. So those are just a few of the things that um, are causing the pandemic to affect pregnancy. It's it's so much more complicated than that. And again, being someone who hasn't gone through it, I can't give you all of the details because I just don't know. But boy, I know that there are a lot of things that are making pregnancy very difficult for anyone going through it right now during this pandemic. If you have any uh, thoughts on this, please feel free to send me an email or send in a voice message. I'd love to hear from you. Tell us, tell me what is causing you difficulty during this pandemic. 
whether it's pregnancy or postpartum or infertility or skincare or wellness related, those are all of the areas that I like to talk about. And I want to hear from you. You know, I, like I said, I know my own experience and my experience was prior to the pandemic. Um, but I'd love to hear your experience. What is your experience, positive or negative, during this pandemic? Please feel free to share. And for anyone who hears you and listens to what you have to say, it might give them some support and help them feel more at ease during this extremely difficult, extraordinary times. Um, I think it's really important to mention support. Support is so important. And whether support is just getting support from friends and family because you're not feeling well or because you're anxious about your pregnancy or anxious about this pandemic while you're pregnant, that's important. We all need support. Nobody can do everything 100% on their own. That is just not realistic. And pregnancy changes everything. Your whole life feels completely nuts when you're pregnant and you've got one or two or five or six babies in your belly or more, obviously. I know that's possible. And they're kicking you or they're making you feel sick or you're wondering why you're craving a food that you used to hate or vice versa. I had that ex experience. I love scrambled eggs. It's one of my favorite things. And when I was pregnant, I couldn't touch scrambled eggs. Looking at them, smelling them, I tried to eat them once and uh, I think I threw up. I either threw up or almost did. I don't remember. But I couldn't eat them. And I was devastated because I love scrambled eggs. But for my entire pregnancy, couldn't do it. And for me, I needed the support from my husband to make me feel like it was okay that I couldn't eat something that I love. I, you know, it, it's support. It's, I mean, I know I'm kind of talking in circles here, but I really want to stress the fact that we need support. And during this bizarre time in history, we all need support, but especially people dealing with something so complicated like pregnancy. Give them the support. Very, very important. So make sure you're reaching out. Make sure you're telling the people that you care about, I'm here for you. What can I do for you? Do you need me to go pick something up for you? That's something really simple that you can do to support someone dealing with pregnancy, especially during a pandemic when it's not as easy to just get up and go. Call them up, say, hey, how are you feeling? Can I get you anything? Do you want, you want something from this place, whether it's food or do you just want to talk? Do you, do you need, or do you want to not talk? You want to each binge watch a show together and we can email about it or talk about it? anything. It's so important to give support to those in need. And when I say those in need, obviously it depends on the, the circumstances that I'm talking about. And what I'm talking about right now is pregnancy. More specifically, pregnancy in a pandemic. Support those around you. Tell them that you are there for them to help them in any way that you can. Very important. So please make sure to do that. So in closing, today we talked about 
pregnancy in a pandemic and how difficult it can be, how isolating pregnancy can be anyway, especially in a pandemic, and how pandemic can also bring people together. So anyone who's not pregnant, never has been pregnant, but plans on being pregnant, don't go into it expecting to be feeling isolated the whole time. No. But also don't go into it expecting that it's going to be all, you know, sunshine and happiness and rainbows the whole time. I went into my pregnancy thinking, I'm pregnant after dealing with infertility for so long. I thought, oh, it's going to be amazing. I'm going to be jumping for joy. And like I said, rainbows and sunshine. That's what I thought. I was wrong. I was very wrong. I was miserable for most of my pregnancy. I was sick. I was tired. I couldn't function right. I developed asthma. I developed preeclampsia. I had so many complications at the end of my pregnancy and I was miserable. So I say all that for anyone who is going to be pregnant. Go into it expecting anything. Keep an open mind. That's very important to all of this. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, Next week, we're going to be talking about postpartum in a pandemic and all of the things that the pandemic is bringing along to affect all of those dealing with postpartum in this very bizarre world that we're living in. So I hope you'll join me. And remember, if you have any thoughts, questions, comments, please email me or send me a voice message. I'd love to hear from you.